0: What is up guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Road Just Traveled. I'm so glad you're here listening today. Today I am going to brain dump a little bit. I have some thoughts, I have some feelings that I want to share regarding end of the year things and self-help things and I'm going to also share about my therapy journey. So I mentioned on my Instagram stories that I would be talking about therapy, what led me to it, um, how I kind of found my therapist And yes, how, what I plan to talk about in there, just talk about my feelings about therapy. So, uh, we are going to get into all of that today. Um, if you are just here for the therapy part, uh, you might want to skip through some of my other brain dumping. That's fine. Or maybe you want to hear my thoughts. That's cool too. But, uh, this is just my place for me to kind of scream into the void and share thoughts that I don't want to hold my phone up and record myself talking about on my Instagram stories. So anyways, thank you for listening. We are going to get into some more shit and that is coming right after this. welcome to The Road Just Traveled. My name is Jessica Schluter. I am a certified personal trainer and an entrepreneur and a photographer and I work a full-time job and I do this podcast so I do a little bit of everything. I love to talk about health and fitness and wellness and all the things and that's kind of what this podcast is. So thanks for listening. I'm glad you're here. Let's get into the episode. Are you struggling with consistency? Not enjoying your workouts? Not feeling like you're getting the most out of your workouts? Or not seeing the progress that you want to see? It might be time to think about getting some customized programming written for you by a professional. Let me introduce myself. My name is Jessica. I am a certified personal trainer. I am also certified through Precision Nutrition as a level one nutrition coach and I recently completed my Girls Gone Strong Women's Specialist Certification. I would love to work with you to help you get the most out of your time in the gym, really start to enjoy it, see the progress that you want to see, and start to fall in love with fitness and find a routine that works for you that you can implement long-term. We are not about fast results over here. We are about slow, sustainable fitness that works for your lifestyle. Whether you need accountability or a program that works for you, or you just are tired of planning your own workouts and you want somebody to take the guesswork out of it for you, I can help. I offer one-on-one coaching, customized programming, and nutrition coaching. Check out my website, JessQuishLeader.com. The link is in the show notes to read more about my offerings and see if you think we would be a good fit to work together. You'll find the link there to fill out an inquiry, and then we can chat more about how we can work together to help you reach your fitness goals. I would love to work with you on your fitness journey, so check out JessicaSchluter.com today. All right, so just a little bit of a brain dump where I've been at lately. You know, things I'm I want to talk about. Um, yeah, because I can. So for I don't even know where to start with this because. If you've listened to my episodes before, you know that I've struggled with body image. You know that I have a tattoo on my wrist to remind me that I am enough and um, everything that means to me. And you know that I have done a lot of work um, and that I, you know, espouse beliefs that your body is not you and um, that you are so much more than your body and that it doesn't matter. Your scale weight doesn't matter. It doesn't have any bearing on who you are. And I I believe those things, I really do, but I have been struggling with reminding myself of that lately and really convincing myself. Um, I have been slowly gaining weight for a while, I don't even really know when it started, Uh, probably almost three years, you know, it's been a slow gain, and to be very candid, my scale weight is currently... um, almost at my heaviest weight and I haven't been on the scale in a couple of weeks probably um maybe maybe two it hasn't been that long but um you know five years ago or so almost six now when I started working on my fitness I had seen a certain number on the scale and I was like fuck this I'm I cannot do this anymore I have to make a change and I did and I lost a ton of weight um Oh, I I say a ton. It was like 30 pounds. Um, And I, you know, got really into lifting and everything. And I had, you know, my own issues with that, with um, still not loving my body. And I've talked about all of this before. So if you haven't listened to my episode um, about my I Am Enough tattoo, I talk about it a lot in there. Um, And I talk about it in some other episodes as well. So I'm not going to rehash all of that. But I do like that is important to where I'm at today because, um, I am back at that weight and it is very hard for me to see that number on the scale and to feel the way that I feel about my body right now and to be in the space that I'm in. And I, it makes me feel, um, ingenuine in the things that I'm saying because I believe them for other people. And I, um, you know, I, I, don't want anybody to feel the way that I'm feeling, but I also cannot control my emotions. So, and and the things in my brain are telling me, I you know I'm trying, um I'm I'm, I am attempting, but I still have that ingrained voice telling me, you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight. And there's a few things that, um are different this time around. Well, when I when I was at this weight before. I was not lifting. Um, I did not have nearly the muscle that I have. Um, not saying that if you are heavier weight, it has to be muscle. I'm not qualifying that at all. I'm just saying that, that I looking at it objectively, I can see that there are differences. Um, and I also, you know, I, I wasn't healthy necessarily. I wasn't, eating very many vegetables. I wasn't, you know, drinking enough water. I wasn't moving my body in the ways that I should. Um, and now I am, and I am, you know, I don't eat, I don't eat, you know, as healthy as I probably should. Um, I, you know, still have days where I'm a total potato and I don't, you know, get my steps in or anything like that. Um, but I, but my life does look way different than it did back then. I don't have some of the unhealthy, uh, thoughts around food and, um, around exercise and stuff like that. But still, I am still struggling with it. And it's, it's been very hard for me to want to talk about because it makes me feel like the work that I do and the, um, the, the things that I say, you know, to peep to my clients, to people, to on my Instagram, my, my whole message, it makes me feel like I am, I am being in genuine, when I'm really not, I'm just really struggling with these things myself as well. So um, it's been hard for me to talk about. It. And it's honestly been hard for me to feel very creative or to post at all because I've been struggling with it so much. And I I have been, you know, waffling back and forth constantly about, well, I'm just going to lose weight and then I'll feel better. And then I'll be able to post again and then I'll be able to um, talk about it. And, um, then I you know, go to the other end and I say, well, I don't need to lose weight. I, I am good the way that I am. I need to work on my body image and I need to not be so concerned with my body. And really that's where I want to be, but it's like a, it's like a seesaw going back and forth. And so, um, I've been struggling with this really like, probably all year, probably since the beginning of 2021, possibly before then, you know, it's hard to pinpoint at an exact time because it's been like an on and off struggle, but like really solidly for a while. And my thing now is that I, um, I'm not fitting into my clothes very well and I don't want to buy new clothes. It's not that I don't, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to have to, you know, replace everything mainly from like, not mainly, but partially from a financial aspect and partially just because I don't, I don't want to, I, I, I have some hangups about that. And, um, so I finally did share something on my Instagram story about it yesterday. And I said, I'm not super stoked on my body right now, but I am the strongest I've ever been. And that is true. And, and, um, I said, you know, that's, that seems like a much better thing to focus on. And it really does make me feel Better And make me not think about it so much when I think about the fact that I am, I am lifting heavy weights, which feels really good. That is what, that is what I like to do. It is what I, it's something that brings me a lot of joy and something that, um, I can take pride in. And I, you know, I feel proud of myself when I work up to these things that I, that I, I do work hard at it. Um, and I try to be consistent with it. So it does make me feel pride and so focusing on that does help me feel better about it. And I I've never been pulling these kind of weights before. And so I have to be okay with the fact that I can't weigh a lower weight and still hit the fitness goals that I want. And so anyways, I posted that on my Instagram story and I said um that's something I'm working on in therapy. I said I said, I'm not super stoked on how my body looks right now or the number on the scale, but I am the strongest I've ever been. And that seems like a much better thing to focus on. And then I said, that's something I'm working on in therapy. And then I realized later that in the past I would have the, um, re- I would have the, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. And when I would post something like that, I would be like, I'm not super happy with my body right now, but don't worry. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm, I'm doing a cut. And I didn't say that I was working on my body. I said that I was working on my relationship with my body in therapy. And that feels very big to me. And it might not seem like that big of a thing. But before, any time I would I would post a picture that I didn't feel great in. I would be like, it's okay, I'm working on it. I am I'm trying to lose weight. It's fine. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look how I wanna look soon because I'm I'm working on it. And now I am working on my relationship with my body. And I am, I'm trying to change the mental part of it instead of the physical part of it. And that feels very important to me because, um, I will say I'm probably not necessarily the healthiest I could be right now because I, I, I need to um, implement more cardio for health, not necessarily for weight loss. It, I need to implement it for health because I don't do enough of it right now. And I can tell that my cardiovascular health is not where it should be. Um and I also am not eating as healthily as I could be and I can tell that in some of my digestion and and how I feel and it again it's not about weight but the but the hard part for me is that when I try to implement these things, cardio um and you know eating healthier, I cannot I cannot not fixate on the weight loss part of it, on the fact that I am doing these things for health, but that I want to lose weight as well. And so I, um, I have been struggling with that for a while, um, with thinking, okay, well, I'm just not going to weigh myself and, um, I am going to implement these health behaviors and I'm going to do it for health. But in the back of my mind, in the back of my mind, but in a pretty loud voice, I would still be thinking, okay, you don't have to weigh yourself now and you can implement these health behaviors for health. But when you get back on the scale, after implementing these behaviors for a while, you're going to weigh less and that's cool. And I don't want to care about it. (laughs) And so, and, and so I would do that for a little while and then I would get on the scale and it wouldn't be lower. And then I would get discouraged. Like I said, this is going to be a brain dump. It's all over the place, but I finally, you know, decided that for my own self, for my own sanity, for my own business and health and, um, just overall mental well-being, that therapy would be a good option for me and working with somebody who can help me work through these body image things that I've been trying to work through on my own, um, and can help me, you know, be, teach me, like help me, not teach me, help me learn more um, ways to deal with these thoughts and to move away from these thoughts and can just be like a support for me. That isn't, you know, somebody that, um, is like, that is a, she's, she's unbiased, you know, she's not my sister. She's not my boyfriend who, you know, has to tell me that I'm fine and I don't need to lose weight or anything like that. Um, so that's kind of one of the things that led me to therapy, but that's also, I just wanted to, kind of be open about where I'm at with that right now because it's felt like, um, it's felt like I couldn't talk about it and it's felt like I didn't, I I felt like I didn't know how to share that without invalidating the work that I do and the things that I tell my clients because it, it makes me feel like a fraud that I, um, I, that I think these things, that I say these things and that I, um, you know, teach my clients how to work through these things, but I am still working through it myself. And I think that I'm finally seeing that um, it doesn't make me a fraud. It doesn't invalidate the work that I do. It makes me have the experience that my clients have. It makes me, you know, be able to talk from experience and it makes me um, need that support myself. So a therapist is going to be great for me to help support me in these things so that I can work through them and then I can help clients work through them. And not like I can learn what I'm learning in therapy and then take that and give therapy to my clients. That's not the thing at all. It's that I can work within my scope of practice, but not feel like a fraud because I am still struggling with these things or I am, I am, you know, I have unresolved feelings and issues with the things that I'm teaching my clients. So, um, yeah, and uh, another thing that I said in my Instagram story was that I didn't share what I shared about how I feeling about my body to get co- to get comments like don't worry about it, you look great or oh, I think you look so good or anything like that because um, like I appreciate the sentiment there, but I realized a while ago, and I've talked about this before too, but I realized a while ago that somebody else liking my body does not make me like my body anymore. And if it does, if I start to feel like, well, they think my body looks good. So my body must look good. Then when they don't, when I don't get those compliments anymore, when I don't hear that for a while, then I am going to hate my body again. And I am not going to have that, um, I am. Not, I'm not going to have that internal belief that my body is good no matter what it looks like, because I don't have anybody telling me that my body is good or that my body looks good. Um, and if I, you know, if I rely too much on that external validation, then I am going to miss it when it's not there, and I am not going to be able to function without it. And so it's. It took me a long time to realize that getting compliments and other people liking my body did not help anything with the relationship that I have with my body myself. It only made me view my body through others' eyes and view its importance through others' eyes and um that that shit did not work for me. It did not work. It did not make me feel any better. It did not do anything to help the relationship with my body. So my instinct used to be to um, post a picture where I looked good when I felt bad so that I would get compliments so that. I would get likes, but then if I didn't get enough compliments, if I didn't get enough likes, well, then that just, you know, reinforced the feelings that, well, I don't, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to get the likes. I'm not good enough to get the compliments. I'm not good enough to get the engagement that other people are getting. So I must not be good enough. And, um, it, it's, it took me a while to see that, I needed to stop searching for that outside validation because it wasn't doing anything for me and it was actually having a negative effect on me. So again, that is, I go into much more detail about that in my I Am Enough episode. Um, That one I got real vulnerable about too on. So you can go listen to that one if you want to hear more about that, but um the other thing before I get into this therapy talk, and it's all kind of related because i kind of been working through some of these things in therapy still. So the other thing that I wanted to brain dump on was we are in the last two months of the year. Um, yesterday was November 1st, so last two months of the year. And I tend to see things around this time that are like, It's the last two months of the year. What have you accomplished this year? Why didn't you achieve your goals? If you didn't achieve your goals, you have 20 or 20. You have two months left to do it. You have 60 days. What are you going to do in the next 60 days to make 2021 a success? And like, you know, even more than that, like, like things like the last 90 days by, you know, certain people, I don't know if they still do it anymore because I don't follow them. But, um, this whole culture of. If you are not grinding every day, if you are not making every single day count, then you're a failure and you don't love yourself and you don't believe in your goals. And if you don't believe in your goals and nobody else is going to believe in your goals and if you're not working every single minute, of every single fucking day, then you don't care enough. You know, that sounds dramatic, but a lot of times these people are really saying shit like this. And I'm talking about people who are, you know, in the motivational self-help sphere, And, um, for some people that works and you know, if it works for you, that's great. I, I am glad that that works for you. For other people, it makes them feel like shit. And, um, I used to be in the cloud of looking or of, of listening to people like that and thinking, oh yeah, I have to wake up every day and chase my goals and I have to do, Three things today that get me closer to who I want to be. And like sometimes all I can do is wake up and go through the fucking motions and get through the day and that's okay. And I don't need to be hustle grinding every single minute. I used to feel like if I sat down to watch TV at night and I wasn't working on something, well then I was lazy and I didn't want it bad enough and I needed to be hustle, hustle, hustle because I had big dreams that I wanted to get and I wanted to be just like these people. And you know where that got me? In shitty mental health. I had terrible mental health. All of these, all of these things I was trying to do to better myself were making my mental health shit. Yes, because I was doing things like waking up an hour early to journal and read and meditate. You know what I should have been doing? Fucking sleeping because I wasn't getting enough sleep. And that was adding to my stress and to not feeling good and to poor health let me dial back just a little bit. My point with all of this is um, saying that if you aren't hustling every minute of every day, you are still worthy. We are not meant to hustle every minute of every day. We are not meant to uh, go without sleep, to reach our goals. We are not meant to push ourselves to the point of exhaustion or um, grind ourselves down into the ground to make things happen. If you are okay with that, and if you want to do that, more power to you. But if you don't want to do that, you don't need to feel like a piece of shit or like you are a bad person or like you are worthless because you don't want to hustle all the time. We have one life. We have one life. And for some people, that's like, we have one life. We have to make it count. We have to be the best we can be. And for other people, it's like, we have one life. We need to enjoy it. Let's slow down. Let's take pleasure in the small things. Let's read a book we really love. Let's sit and savor a cup of coffee. Let's play with our kids. Let's, you know, sit in silence. Let's watch a TV show we really like. Let's go for a walk. Let's sit in nature. Let's turn our phones off and do nothing for the entire day and just use that time to recharge and relax and do whatever you want to do. You know what? Everything is okay. What's not okay is somebody telling you that you aren't good enough, maybe not in as many words, but but that's what these people are saying, that you aren't good enough if you don't go after your goals with every minute that you have in every day. Now, I don't think self-improvement is a bad thing. I, I don't think that it is a bad thing to take the time to do the things that you need to do. Um, I don't think work is a bad thing and I don't think that being an entrepreneur is a bad thing at all, but I don't like the messaging that if, um, if you, (laughs) this is one of my favorites, if you're willing to go to work nine to five and work on somebody else's dream, but you can't come home and work on your own dream, you're never going to have your own dream. Okay, well, let me tell you, going to work nine to five and then coming home and trying to make dinner and exercise and um, get sleep and keep your house clean and have a social life that's fucking exhausting and if you don't have time to work on your own dream for a couple hours every night after you worked all fucking day that's okay it's okay it's understandable it's okay to not have a dream that you want to work on aside from your nine to five it is perfectly okay to be okay with your nine to five and your um non entrepreneur life, non side hustle life. I hate this. I hate this, this idea that's popped up in the last, you know, I don't know, five years or so that you have to have a side hustle. If you want to, that's great. That there's no problem with that. There is nothing wrong with having multiple streams of income. There's nothing wrong with having a hobby that you don't make income from but that you really enjoy and you spend a lot of time on, but you don't have to, and you don't have to feel like a bad person if you don't have that. It is perfectly fine to go to your nine to five, do the things that you want to do and not worry about, um, becoming, a, a leveled up version of yourself or whatever. Like I said, I do think that self-improvement is a good thing. I think everybody should be focused, not focused on their health. I think everybody should care about their health. I think everybody should, um, read because I think reading is really good for you. But I think you should read what you wanna read and I don't think you need to be reading nonfiction ten pages a day or whatever the fuck. Just kidding. Um, but like I think that everybody should do the things that help them recharge rest, that help them charge their batteries. Um, I think that if you have something that you want to to do, that you should use the capacity that you have to pursue that, like a dream or you know, entrepreneur or whatever. But also you have to be realistic about it. And Sometimes people are like, "Well, you have to, um, you know, work your forty hours a week, but you have to come home and work on your dream so that you can save money by working your forty hours a week. But then, like, eventually, you gotta quit your job and be an entrepreneur. Not everybody can quit their stable jobs to um, bet on themselves, and that might sound like a cop out, but when you rely on a job for insurance or benefits." or a steady paycheck to, I don't know, keep a roof over your head. You can't always like, not everybody has a fucking safety net that they can just, um, you know, jump and see if they're gonna, if they're gonna land or fly or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But I am rambling. I just, let me, let me bring it back. Let me bring it back in a little bit. I don't want there I I am very tired of seeing the messaging that is like you need to make the most out of every single day and use every single day to be the best person that you can be. Sometimes waking up and going to work and coming home is the best person that you can be. And sometimes these messages are bad for your mental health. You can't control the people who are putting out these messages, but you can control whether or not you see it. So if you are following um, people like Rachel Hollis, um, is, is a big one. People like, um, Gary Vee, um, people like Lewis Howes, um, Tony Robbins, probably. I can't think of any off the top of my head that make you feel bad. If, if their content makes you feel bad and makes you feel like you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, you need to be doing more, you need to be hustling more. It might be time to evaluate that and unfollow and understand that just because those people are saying those things and they look really successful, doesn't mean that you have to internalize those messages and you have to believe those things. I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm not saying it doesn't work for some people. I'm not saying that they're not successful and they're not, uh, whatever. I'm just saying their message does not have to be your beliefs, you can unplug from that, you can um take a step back, you can, you know, follow more people like um you can follow more people that believe in rest and relaxation and enjoying your life and taking a slower approach. Um, you can follow more people that prioritize mental health and you know talk about those things. Um, and you can follow more people that make you feel good. So If that messaging is making you feel bad about yourself, if that messaging is making you feel anxious, um, it's making you feel like you aren't good enough, all of these things, it's okay to unfollow and unplug. And you should know that there is a different perspective out there and those people are not the end all be all and they are not the gospel. And um, I was stuck in that kind of loop for like two years or so and once I got out of it, I realized oh, there is a different way. There's a different way to go about this. And, um, Mm -hmm. those people are not the people that I resonate with and I don't resonate with that messaging. And, um, there was a reason why it was making me feel shitty. So (laughs) last point on that is that, If you want to use the last two months of the year to hustle and chase a goal every single day, you can. If you want to use the last two months of the year to keep doing the same thing you're doing because it's working for you and keep enjoying yourself and not feel like you constantly need to be push, push, pushing, that's totally fine too. It's your life and you get to decide. I know that for me, whenever I set a kind of an ultimatum or a strict goal for myself, like I'm going to read 30 pages every single day, I'm going to wake up and meditate for 15 minutes, I'm going to do 30 minutes of cardio every single day. I, I don't do those things. I find, you know, something comes up, and then it makes me feel bad that I can't stick with it, because other people can do those things it makes me feel bad that I can't stick with it. And it makes me feel like a failure when I didn't need to do that in the first place. And there's nothing that said that I need to do that except for that little niggling hustle, hustle, hustle voice that's still in my head sometimes. So for some people, you know, things like setting strict goals for themselves every single day works and that keeps them on track. And for other people, it doesn't. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not disciplined. Don't let anybody tell you. Don't let anybody shame you for not wanting to do these things because a lot of it is shame. A lot of it is shaming you for not being disciplined enough, not caring about yourself enough, not um, wanting it bad enough. And that's, that's that person projecting onto you. And a lot of times these people have some shit that they need to work through themselves. So that's my final thoughts on that. Don't let anybody shame you into feeling like you're not doing enough when you are getting by, when you are doing all right, when you are doing what you can. And, you know, there are some times where you need that push, where um, maybe you could be doing more. Uh, Maybe you are um, stuck in some bad habits or some habits that are not serving you that you should evaluate and get out of. And I mean, that's valid too. There are times when sometimes like a little bit of like this messaging of you should do better for yourself are a little bit valid, but there are different ways to go about it. There are, um, shaming yourself is never the answer. Um, it's, it might work for you, but it's not going to work for you long-term. It's not going to create healthy mindsets for you. So any time that you want to get away from habits that are no longer serving you, anytime you want to implement better habits or implement healthier routines, coming at it as a way as a way of looking or coming at it from looking at yourself as I really care about myself and I want to do these things to help myself is a much better way than thinking, I am not good enough, I am fucking terrible. I need to change these things and I have to do this looking at it from a more positive perspective of I am doing this to help myself because I am valid, I am worthy, and I um, care about myself is healthier than trying to shame yourself or hate yourself into making a change. That goes for a lot of things. So okay, now let's get to therapy. So (laughs) all of these things that I've talked about have led me to going to therapy. So, um, like I said, I spent a decent chunk of time in the, um, inspirational, motivational self-help loop that did not serve me. I have been struggling with my body image for a long time, off and on, um, and I eventually decided that I can't do this alone anymore. I also have some anxiety. Um, it's not an everyday thing. It's not, it's also not a diagnosed thing. So, um... I did not necessarily feel like I was bad enough to need therapy or, you know, if I could even say that I have anxiety because it's never been diagnosed. Um, And my therapist first session, she was like, you don't need a diagnosis. Your feelings are valid. And I was like, thank you. I needed that. So, um, and I also have struggled with depression off and on. Um, It got really bad last winter. The pandemic was rough, obviously, on everybody last winter was really rough. Um, if it hadn't started to warm up and I started to see the sun again and started being able to get outside again, I was going to, I was going to need to go to therapy, but luckily, um, some of that was seasonal and a lot of it went away and I was able to manage it better. Um, so I am still getting those random depressed days. And so I, I hesitate to call it depression because I don't want to like minimize anybody's, um, experience with like actual depression. But for me, it's usually like a, a day or a cluster of days where I feel really down and really unmotivated and really hopeless. The hopelessness is the worst thing for me. And, um, then, uh, one day I wake up and I feel better and I don't really have a, um, you know, anything to pin that on or anything like that. But, um, and I'm not going to go into super great detail about it It, it, just because it's hard to put it into words. It's hard to put it into words how I feel on those days. It's hard to put my anxiety into words. My therapist asked me to describe it and it was like, I was like, it's really hard to describe it when I'm not feeling it. But, um, like for me, anxiety typically feels like I'm like really hopped up, like really, um, I almost said really anxious. Yeah, I feel really anxious. Like, like I have adrenaline coursing through me. And for me, usually when I'm anxious, my mind just repeats to itself, I'm so fucking anxious right now. I am so anxious, which makes it worse. And if I can get myself distracted from that, if I can force myself to do things and push through, um, if I can distract myself enough, I can feel better. But sometimes I can't. Sometimes it is hard to do anything because I am so anxious, I I feel like raw, like everything is rubbing me the wrong way and I just cannot function. Um, And typically my anxious days uh, are also just one day at a time. um, And then I'm pretty okay for a few days. It typically doesn't last more than a day or so. It's usually not even the full day. But, and there are some triggers that I know, I know spending too much time on social media triggers it, um, feeling like I am behind on things triggers it, um, and some other things. So, like, so, like, when I'm depressed, I don't feel like cleaning my apartment at all. I, like, I don't feel like taking care of anything, but then when my apartment is dirty or, like, my car is a mess or anything, it makes me anxious, and so, like, they feed into each other. Anyways, I've been dealing with, I would say mild anxiety, mild depression, um, compared to other people, but I have felt like I wasn't bad enough to need therapy for a long time. And then finally, earlier this year, I was like, okay, I think that I would benefit from therapy. I think that I don't need to necessarily be bad enough, bad enough, you know, in, um, finger quotes, I don't need to qualify the fact that I need therapy, I think that I would benefit from seeing a therapist. I think it would make me a better girlfriend. I think it would make me a better sister. I think it would make me a better coach, um, a better trainer, a better employee. I think that it would just make me better for myself. And, and so all of those things I just said are for other people, but I think that it would also just help me be better for myself. And, and, you know, like myself more and be more confident and more secure. And so, um, I started half-heartedly looking for a therapist. Um, I didn't, I I didn't know if my insurance would cover it. I was concerned about that because I've heard therapy is really expensive. Um, and so I started looking into that. Uh, I went on psychology today and I looked for therapists in my area. You can, you can look at it by like, you can really filter it by like what, Um, if you want to see like a male, female, or like a queer non-binary, um, um, therapist or I, I know queer is not supposed to be in that. uh, uh, Now I'm distracted because I messed that up. I'm sorry. I apologize. But you can, you can, you can really filter the, um, search by what, what characteristics you want your therapist to have. And who you would feel most comfortable talking to. So if you are looking for a therapist, psychology today is a good place to start. For me, I got really overwhelmed because there was a lot of options. And I didn't know I didn't know what I wanted. And I didn't know how to filter it even farther to, to get down. So I did reach out to a couple of people. Um, and I, re- I think I reached out to one and she was full. And then I reached out to a different therapist that I know... She was actually on the podcast, um, a while ago, but she was full and I, f- I really felt like I would get along really well with her, but she's full because she's great. And I understand that that's you know not her fault. She was full. So I asked for recommendations for people like her and I reached out to one of them and she was full. And so I started to get, <laughs> I started to get uh, discouraged because I reached out to three people and they were all full. And that's, I know that sounds silly. It's not that many, but I just started to get discouraged and I started to put it on the back burner. I started to get busier and you know, it was summer, it didn't feel quite as bad with my depression and stuff. And I thought, you know, I I'll, I'll deal with this later. And then, um, a therapist followed me on Instagram and I followed her back and she's a local therapist. And I started to see her content and I was like, wow, I think that I really resonate with her. And she posted something. She, she, the way that she posted made it sound like she was open for clients. And I was like, wow, okay, maybe I can get in with her. And one night she posted something and I really resonated with her story. And I just messaged her and I said, are you accepting clients right now? Are you, are you, are you full? And she messaged me back and let me know that she was accepting clients. She wasn't full. And, um, Then we took it from there, and I scheduled an appointment with her, and I met with her last week. Um, pause, hold on. Okay, sorry. So, first, before I made an appointment with her, we did talk about pricing, about whether or not I could afford it, and I, like, I can. So, currently, at least, it's, I'm not going to go into the details of that. Like, if somebody wants more information on my therapist or on the details of that, then I will give that to you, um, personally if you DM me, but I'm not going to go into that on my podcast. So, I could afford it. I talked about that first. And so I set up an initial session with her. That was last week. And I went in there and I just dumped on her kind of like I did now. And, you know, in this, in this episode, um, I did not really like that, but, you know, she asked me questions. I talked to her a lot and I was like, wow, one session that wasn't even really a session. It was like an initial assessment. And I can already tell that this is going to be beneficial for me. And I left there and I was so happy and, um, it's like, I can already tell that this is going to make such a huge difference for me. And I'm so grateful that I was able to find somebody that I get along with, that I feel comfortable with, that I feel comfortable talking to. And that I feel like it's really going to help me and that is not going to put a financial burden on me. And I'm just really, I'm really glad that I took this step. I'm really proud of myself for doing this for myself. So, um... I will share more about it as I get into it. I have my, I have a session. I need to get off of here pretty soon because I have a session today. It's like our first actual session, I would say. So I don't, I I am still like, I'm not like, oh, this is going to totally change my life and I am forever going to go to therapy or anything like that. Like I'm still, um, I'm still getting into it and still seeing how it's going to work for me, but I'm just really excited and really hopeful for working on some of the things that I, um, know that I need to work on and that I've been kind of ignoring and putting off and just like shoving to the side and, and, and saying, I'll deal with that later for a while. So, um, in my, in our first session, she, you know, we talked about some things and she said, um, you know, I really, I don't think the scale is necessary for anyone. Um, I, I don't necessarily think that, Anybody needs to weigh themselves, and, uh, you know, if you like to weigh yourself, if you don't have any issues with it, that's great, but most people do. Most people have issues with it, and I definitely do, so I had actually, my scale at home, the battery died, and I didn't put new batteries on it, but I had a scale at Steve's um, that was just, you know, like, sitting right next to the toilet, see it every morning, and she mentioned like, you know, would your, would your boyfriend be open to just putting that away? And so you didn't see it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I think he would. So I mentioned that, I just mentioned that to him. And the next time I came over, the scale was put away and I, I already feel better. Um, just having my feelings validated and, and knowing that, um, I am I feel better knowing that I'm going to feel better, um, because I am working through some of these things. So God, I feel like I've been talking forever. It's yeah, I have kind of been talking forever, but I'm just, I'm very hopeful and very excited about this. And I am very grateful that I found a therapist that is going to work for me. And I hope that if you have been thinking about therapy, um, don't let not feeling like you're bad enough, quote unquote, or not feeling like you needed enough, hold you back if it's something that you want to do. I do think that everyone can benefit from therapy. Uh, I think that we are all a little bit stuck in our own heads and, you know, having an outside perspective to, to show you that maybe your pattern of thinking isn't serving you or maybe this thing that you were taught about yourself is actually not necessarily true and you don't have to believe that. Or, you know, this thing that society taught you, well, you can unlearn that and you don't have to live that way or whatever, whatever it is. I do think that everyone can benefit from therapy and if it is something that you've been thinking about. I encourage you to take a step further and see if you can find a therapist that you can afford. For one thing, the affordability, the accessibility is so important. And I know that it's not accessible for everyone, but or are therapists who work, like, on a sliding scale basis. Um, there are therapists who can work with different kinds of insurance, and I know that it's not as accessible as it should be in this country, and that fucking sucks. There is uh, just one more thing about this country that is just, like, come on. But don't let that hold you back from even trying because for me, I thought, well, I can't afford therapy, so I'm not going to do it. And I didn't even try. I just thought that I couldn't. And when I looked into it, I realized I could. So it might turn out that it isn't accessible for you and that sucks. And I'm sorry if that's the case. I I really wish that it wasn't, but it might turn out that it is more accessible than you think. So if you haven't looked into it, try. Um, And also for me, I was a little bit picky initially about finding somebody, like even going in to see somebody that I thought I was going to like. So I feel like that helped me, you know, click on the first try. But I have heard from other people that sometimes it doesn't click on the first try, you know, if you just get assigned somebody by your insurance or whatever. And so don't be afraid to, you know, like date around with your therapist, not date around, but you know what I mean? Like shop around and find somebody who you can really fit with because if you don't feel comfortable talking with somebody, if you don't feel like they're going to give you the support that you need or help you in the way that you need, if you guys don't vibe together, then it is worth finding somebody or at least trying to find somebody that you do vibe with better. And I I hate that word vibe with but Like that's what, that's, that's what it is. If that you get along with, well, that you, um, that you can really like, that can really help you, that you can feel like you can get help from them and you feel comfortable with them. So if you don't think you can afford it, look into it first and see and find a therapist that works for you. You can use psychology today. Initially, you can set up a few initial appointments and see which one is going to be a good fit. And even if you get, you know, five, six sessions into it and you're thinking, God, this just really isn't, if it's really not working, try a different therapist, try a different form of therapy. Um, but don't get discouraged. And again, let me just reiterate, you do not need to be bad enough to go to therapy. If you feel like you want to go to therapy, go to therapy. If you feel like you could benefit from it, go to therapy. If you are not sure, try it out. Okay, so that's it. This episode is way too long for me already. Uh, I can't believe anybody is listening to me talk this long. Thank you if you are. If you have thoughts about the anything that I talked about, body image issues, the, uh, self-help stuff that I ranted on or about therapy. I would love to chat with you about it. So you can send me a DM. Hell, you can send me an email. I think my email's on my website or on my Instagram. Um, whatever. Yeah. I would just love to connect with you and know how you, your thoughts about this, about this episode. If you liked it, please share it on your Instagram story. Uh, share it with a friend If you are listening on Apple iTunes and you haven't already, I would love a five-star review. Um, That's it. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys whenever I get the um, gumption to record next. Have a great day, week, month, whatever. Bye.